Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Welcome back. It's the Ryan Kelly morning after here from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Nine o'clock hour. James Carlton, the great James Carlton, is in studio. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, Tim McKernan, the Plowhawk, Action Jackson, Doug is uh, doing the program from home today as he has COVID. He is hoping to be back on Wednesday. Ken Strode is out ill. And KGO Town is in the Horton Watkins studios. And now we have given our official NFL injury report for today's radio program. Uh, we have been talking a lot uh, either about or uh, you just heard the interview with Mike Shannon, uh, his life story, an absolute legend. And one of the best friendships that has developed over the years in St. Louis sports is the friendship between uh, two of the greatest storytellers in St. Louis sports history, Mike Shannon and Kelly Chase. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the program the great Kelly Chase. Morning, Chaser. The great, eh? I'm yeah. You like that? that? I like saying that. I like saying the great Kelly Chase. What do you got going on? You're, right. you're doing some traveling? Yeah, actually, I've been pretty fortunate. I was in uh, Italy for a few days with my uh, family, and then I went to, uh, I'm actually in the Bahamas right now. I just did a speaking, I did a breakfast uh, speaking engagement here, and uh, and uh, I'm headed, uh, I'm here for two more days, and then I head over to uh, Idaho, and I do something, same kind of a deal in uh in Spokane in, uh, on the 4th. So I've been just kind of traveling, buddy. Man, that sounds like a nice uh, nice arrangement. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, making, some, <laughs> making some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Chaser, I, uh, I knew you and, and Shannon were close, but something I don't know is, is how the friendship started. Um, so I'm, I'm curious how you guys got to become friends. Um. Well, it was, it's actually, actually like, obviously I would see Mike at events or whatever, and I always introduced myself as I was younger. Right. And then I was a uh, young guy living in, uh, in Chesterfield. <laughs> he called me one day and he, he said, you know, in his typical voice, Hey, how you doing big boy? <laughs> and I goes, uh, my, uh, now listen up. He goes, my daughter, uh, Aaron, she's, she wants to go to this damn concert. <laughs> bunch of these long-haired hooligans and i don't know who the hell these guys are and she's going on and on and on he goes so i need someone to take her to this concert and, and uh, make sure that none of these assholes end up doing whatever with her and she he just went through this whole thing with me right and i'm like well, i found a stopman just say hey um what am i what do, what do you need and he tells me that how you know he wants me to take aaron to this concert uh god i can't remember who i, I want to say it was like 
Green Day or Three Doors Down or something. <laughs> like it was some, you know, it was something. Was some somebody was just kind of starting out, and and uh, they were at Riverport, and uh, so uh, Mike sends over this car service, and I end up going to this concert to make sure that none of these, you know, this guys that he he thinks Aaron's meeting somebody there, and anyway, I, and and uh, Mike. Um, they called me a couple more times, and then we we just became friends. And obviously, I was friends with uh, Mike Jr. and yeah. always go in the restaurant. And Pat was, you know, running the restaurant, yeah. and it was just kind of like a family deal all the time. And so then we became, uh, you know, closer. And Mike loved hunting, and him and and Mike Jr. had come to Saskatchewan. They would come to Saskatchewan, and and they would hunt. And it would be like, you know, we bird hunt, goose, duck hunting, and and. Uh, and it was just like it was story time cons like my buddies back home first of all i have a friend back home that become friends with mike who's like loves going on the track but loves baseball like the the, the only guy in saskatchewan that would rather watch baseball than hockey okay? <laughs> and she, and shannon loved them you know and so they were always you know they were always getting stuff set up to to do whatever at baseball and my and my buddy was actually just down uh for the series at the start of the year with the uh the blue jays so uh-huh. he came to st louis to see you know the jays and, and 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 run into mike and obviously at the end he wasn't doing very well and he was really struggling and and it was sad because that's not you know if you knew anything about his personality that's not the way he was going out and and so uh, I think I talked to him a few days ago, and and I, I could really tell in his voice that he was really struggling, you know. And, and it was sad, but he—I'll tell you when—when when he was back up in my hometown, they loved him. You know, he'd send everybody the, you know, he'd se- se- send everybody to the uh, the grocery store. <laughs> he'd tell them, go in there and buy, spend some money, you guys. Get in there. These people have been great to us. And I'm like, you don't. He goes, yeah, you spend money in this town. That's how they like you. You know, he's going on. He goes, you take care of these people. And I'm like, Mike, we're going in the like we have one grocery store in my hometown. I'm like, what do you? We don't need groceries, you know. And uh, and he, 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 he had some of the greatest stories uh, in my hometown. One of them was we we have a gal in our hometown that used to. Uh, she used to own the bar in town and she was tough. Like she was literally the bartender, the cook and the freaking bouncer. Okay. <laughs> like she was, she was tough. And, uh, he, you know, Mike comes in there. How you doing, sweetheart? And she just goes, I'm not your sweetheart. And he's like, all right. All right, honey. Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> we're like, I'm like, I'm dying laughing, right? And pretty soon he's talking to her. He goes, I'll have some of that old band. And she goes, I don't have any of that here. And pretty soon Mike, you know, he goes into town and buys some and brings it out. He goes, <laughs> so he's basically brought the liquor to the to the bar, and now he's charging him for it after he brought it there, right? And and fine and he but she's kind of taking a liking to him because everyone kind of likes him and she's got a sign behind the bar, and it says, uh, "Beer getting ugly people get getting ugly people lucky slash you know what since <laughs> 1894." It says it behind the bar. It goes, <laughs> "How much for that sign, honey?" And she goes, <laughs> "The sign's not for sale." So pretty soon she's kind of taking a liking to Mike, right? Well. We go to the grocery store after a hunt in, in the morning, and, and he, he's got everybody spending money. And I'm like, Mike, we don't need to be at the grocery <laughs> store in my hometown, you know? Like, 
And he, he goes, proceeds to buy these flowers that are by the door. And I go, what are you doing with the flowers? You know, that's for my girl back in, at the bar. Like, now this girl's closer to his son's size than, than whatever. Right? And, goes, and, I, and, I, and I say to him, I go, Mike, you know, you're buying her flowers? He goes, you're damn right I am. He goes, because the next time she gets the flowers, they're going to be growing over top of her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was dead right like because <laughs> next damn time she's gonna get any flowers they're gonna be growing over Let's be nice to her. so by the end of the trip she's she's like taking a liking to mike like he's now her friend and she says mike you really want that sign and, and he goes yeah, he goes, how much do you want for it, honey? She goes, you know, you don't need to pay me. He goes, no, no, how much for the sign? And she goes, I don't know, she said something like next to nothing, like $10 then. And he goes, all right, you got it. So he goes, Gibbo, to his son. He goes, let's get a picture with this sign. And, he, and she goes, Mike, there's no cameras in the bar. And he goes, she points up at the sign that says no cameras. He goes, Come on, honey, I'll buy that goddamn sign, too. <laughs> and, and, I mean, the place is dying laughing because they've never seen her take a liking to anybody. That's what I mean. Like, everyone in my hometown, when he'd come in, he made them feel better. And just was he was just himself. And he was right at home in that, in that community because, you know, they're just down-to-earth great Absolutely, people. Yeah. And, and he made sure everyone felt you know, like, hey, you, you know, you didn't think he was better than anybody. He just came there to have a good time, and, and everybody did, and everyone took care of him, and we shot 100 geese and, and every time we went there, and uh, he, just had a, he just had a great time. Yeah, he was something else, man. I mean, you two hanging out together uh, had to just be absolutely legendary. I would imagine people just felt like they were uh, lucky to be listening to the stories. Any uh, any particular story or moment uh, that you guys spent together that 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 stands out uh, that you that you heard from him in all your your time? Well, it's just to me, not well. Actually, w w he was there hunting with uh, with uh, some guys from St. Louis that are pretty well known around St. Louis, and they they had brought their private plane and we had gone up there with a private plane and uh, they decided they wanted to go a little early. And he's like, we're not, we're not leaving. And it was their plane. So they're like, Mike, you know, we got to go back. He goes, he got mad at him. He said, all right, take your, you know, and he just reamed them. Right. And next thing you know, he's on the phone, he's on the phone and he's got some guy that owes him a favor flying a plane to Saskatchewan to get us two days later. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get us a gun, you know, so-and-so plane. And anyway, and I'm like, but he knew everybody. Like, he knew governors and states, and he knew he could play golf anywhere. Yes. And people were like, hang on a second. You know, hang on a second. I got this covered, big boy. And, you know, like, it was just like, it, you were just standing there going, I swear this guy knew everyone and it was unbelievable, you know, and, and, and he had this, this way about him. <laughs> I got this, you know, and it was just, it was the best part about him was, is he just, you know, he, he gets out in his goose blind and it's like a, a coffin kind of blind. It's, it's like one of these things where you, you know, you lay in it and then you, you put your gun barrel like kind of across your, 
you cross your feet at the end of it and you kind of put your gun barrel out over the top of it or whatever. And then when you, when the geese come in, you just lift up your gun barrel and this thing's spring loaded. It just opens these flaps and you shoot and you're laying on your back and, and it's, you know, it's of course it's, it's weatherproof on the underneath you and everything. So if the ground's wet, you're fine. Mm -hmm. And Mike, Mike uh, gets in there and he, he goes, ah, and, he, and the geese are coming in all of a sudden. He goes, ah, and he's swearing away. And I'm like, get down. And he, and he goes, I go, and I'm going, Mike, stop moving. Get down. Because these geese are coming, and he's, ah, swearing. And next thing you know, he's standing. The geese just flare. He's standing outside the, 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 the blind. And I'm, I'm like, I go, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, here he had a, 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 a 40 of vodka, I mean, of uh, Oban in the, in the, in the blind. It's five in the morning. It's filled in, in the ground blind. He goes, Gibbo, go back to the truck and get another one of them damn bottles for me. He goes, he's got a bottle full of whatever it was he'd mixed up the night before. Either Bloody Mary or something that had spilt in his blind in the middle of the hunt. And he's going to... And poor Mike trucked back across the field about a mile and a half to go to our truck, pull out another bottle of Bloody Mary mix and get everything ready for him so that he could hunt the rest of the afternoon or morning. I mean, it's 5.30 in the morning and he's firing down Bloody Mary. Built him in the blind. Gotta love him, man. Oh, God, just absolutely phenomenal. I can't imagine this ever happened, but I'll fire it anyway. You both kind of, both humble beginnings, no question. Um, and then both went from playing for the team you loved uh, to calling games for him. Did, did he ever, ever talk broadcasting with you, or was it strictly just, you know, nonstop stories and grab ass? No, it was he, – he did talk broadcasting. He, did, he talked about, look, he go – you know, he would say to me, he'd go, listen, the people in St. Louis, they just want to know you're telling the truth. Yeah. And he, and, he, and he would say to me, he would say, you know, all these guys get this passion and this, this ego – about doing um, about doing TV, and he goes, you 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 should you, you want to do some TV, do some TV, but just just keep in mind the radio is the glue. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, everyone can get the radio, especially on the big flames that were like he was talking about Camel X, right. and he was like, hey, like it's it's the monster. So like you're on Camel X, so don't don't be misguided by. And get enamored by just all the TV stuff because this you can do the rest of your life, and you're on the biggest platform there is in radio at the time. You know, with that, with the way it was set up, and he'd say, he'd say to me, you know, these guys get enamored all of the time with the TV. Don't get enamored by TV because this you can do the rest of your life, and people around this community understand it better than you think. And I was like, and I thought about it, you know, I was like, you know what? He makes a lot of sense because. You know, we were never bumped for radio. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, we were on the air every game. We did the games every game. Yeah. We're on the air. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, and, and 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 yet, you know, like if you, you know, and of course I did. You know, I was lucky. I did a lot of national stuff and and got to do TV or whatever. But when when I was going through that, hey, I wonder if I should just make the jump or, you know, there was stuff available and they talked to me about, you know, prior to getting paying or hey, would you? Would you be interested? And in, you know, we're gonna we're talking about maybe having Bernie, and which I didn't feel comfortable about, you know, doing doing something, and you know, that Bernie was already doing right, because right. of you know his status sure. in the city, and he, you know, he loved, beloved, and he should be. 
And and so I, I've always I always was like I, I always I never you know really ever forgot that about Mike about you know saying to me like hey listen you know like this is important to the city so keep that in mind you know and it was it was it was a good lesson for me and then you know and then you know some of the stuff he would say you know he he would go to you know that he would he would say it and then he would kind of make it make the gesture to me like you know kind of wink at me like people would talk about shannonisms and yet i think there was a lot of times where stuff came out of his mouth that was a little bit uh i don't want to say prompted but but he he's thought about it more than once he's he, the guy was you know he he had some stuff he had he had more street smarts than half the guys playing right now yeah boy that's a nice observation there man that's a that's a good play uh yeah he he was beloved, and the way you tell those stories explains it. He just had a way of, and I, and I think that's the thing. He never forgot where he was from. I think there's something to that. I think it's probably one of the reasons why you guys oh. bonded. I think there's something there. Man, he grew, he grew up a part of a I, big family on the south side. Yeah, yeah 100%. He, and he would say, like, you know, like, you know, he in the street smarts part of it, too, you know, when I, when I talk about that, I, I, I really mean, like, he could figure someone out so quick, right? And then he, you know, he he would make a comment. One of his comments was, listen, big boy, you're not going to sneak the sunshine by the rooster. <laughs> you know, like, and he was right. Like he, 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 someone would say something. Go, He's full of shit. And he walk away from you like this, right? Like I got news for you, big boy. And, you know, and, and you were, you know, and he, and he knew it, right? Like he knew when someone was, you know, you could do an interview and he, you know, you know, he would say he the way the Cardinals were playing. He go, I got to do this post game thing. It'll take about thirteen seconds. <laughs> I know already what this guy's gonna say. You know, like he knew what Tony was gonna say yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and listen, I, th- I think the Cardinals treated Mike with an unbelievable amount of respect. I think that managers were a little afraid of him um, at times because he, he, you know, you weren't he, like like. They were going to come and go. He wasn't. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the truth. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, you can, you can, you can treat him however you, he ain't going anywhere. If you want to get on the south side of him, you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't going anywhere. He was going to be the guy. I mean, that's the way it was. You know, there There was no like, oh, think, I think I might, you know, put him in his place or have like, I know Matheny and him had a conversation and they kind of, you know, they had a little, not, not a run in at all, but just more of like, Hey, you know, kind of what, and Mike was like, Mike was like, Hey man, this guy, you gotta, you gotta make sure that, you know, he, he's an icon. So you have to make sure that you have an understanding with Mike because he's going to get some things that other people don't get and he should, you know? And that's the thing, like, that's the thing in all sports right now. Like I, I'm treated very well by the by the St. Louis Blues, right? But sometimes there's young people that come into the organization, and they say things and do things, and you want to say to them, "Hey," because because Holly made a great point the other day. Um, he 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 said the same thing about the staff, and just about, "Hey, it's hard to you know, it's hard to sell and and be productive in in the in the business of sports when you're not winning. It's hard it's hard to sell. It's hard to have people." The only listen when when things are easy, it's easy to sell, 
And when things are hard, the only people that are believable are the former players yeah. or the people that have been consistent there. It's just a fact. Yeah, you're right. You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want about who's the most believable people in St. Louis right now. The players that won the cup. They are the most believable players in in St. Louis. That's the way it is. And some of them are former players. If you bring Alex Steen and Alex or Jay Bomeister and Alex Petrangelo and they say something, hey, we're going to be fine next year. Well, people believe them because they won already. So they say, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. They don't don't believe – they, they, they want to believe Doug because he's had success. They want to believe Chopper and the people that work in the organization still. But the truth is the people that they really believe, well, it, it are the people that have won. And, and, and that's the – or the people that have been there a long time. So with Mike Shannon, like, what are you going to get out of it? You know, and the young people in the organization that don't know, you know, when they would come in and they would go, oh, Shan-, you know, well, and they kind of don't understand what Mike Shannon was about. Well, you're already behind the eight ball. You better learn who he is, take care of him, and make sure you do because at the end of the day, he's the most believable guy in the organization. That's it. That's the facts. God, that's a, that's a you know? great observation. There's so much truth to that, man, the way that, that you lay it out like that. There's, the, there's that credibility, and he, he was really beholden to no one. He was kind of like a local Charles Barkley. Like, he could say whatever, and nobody was yes. going to cross his path, but people believed him, too. Even even if it didn't come out like perfect broadcast language, it still was credible, and that's that's what matters. Well, for sure. Uh, and hey, think about this. Like, if you... If you the, the, the best salesman with the Cardinals, with the Blues, with now the soccer, right? Mm-hmm. They're all going to be replaced. At some point, they can be replaced. They can be replaced, or they may not ever be, but they could be. You can't replace Mike Shannon. You can't replace Bob Plager. You can't replace Brett Hall. The people that have been around there talking and saying the right things their whole life and going out in the community and being involved and getting in the middle of things and making sure that people are taken care of and using their platform to help people and saying the truth, you can't replace them. You can replace vice presidents, presidents, general managers. You can replace everybody in the organization, your top people. You cannot replace Bob Plager, Mike Shannon, and the people that have done those things in that community. I don't care who you are. And you're full of shit if you think you can. And so at the end of the day, that's exactly why people loved Shannon, because they knew what he was saying was the truth. He might not, the deliver might not, delivery might not be you know, exquisite all the time, but the the truth was 100% laid out there for him. He didn't care. He, I mean, and the way he put it across, sometimes he wasn't, you know, wasn't vicious or anything like that, but boy, when you got the point. That is a perfect, absolutely perfect way to sum it up, man. I'm so glad we uh, were able to connect and have you on to talk about him. Cause that really, I mean, it's like a lesson, really. I feel like this was a lesson as to why, cause I knew he was beloved, but when you say that, and I kind of think about whether it be like when O'Reilly walks the streets of St. Louis or David Freeze walks the streets of St. Louis, the rest of their lives, they have that credibility. And Shannon did it in the 60s. 100%. And, they, and he had the yep. juice forever, man. Chaser, thank you so much, especially with traveling and as busy as you are. Thank you so much for coming on and, uh, and paying tribute to your good friend, Mike Shannon. Uh, always incredible. Uh, we appreciate it, brother. Well, it's a big loss, I will tell you. Uh, he, he, thank you. And, and, and here's the thing. He, he wasn't living like he would have wanted to go out. Yeah. 
So as much as it breaks my heart to know that, you know, you can't sit down and have another beer with them and a, and a laugh, I can tell you, man, just talking to him last week, I was like, sheesh, that's not what he would want. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I'm blessed to have known him, and uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much. That's uh, Kelly Chase with, uh, man, that was we, I, I got to tell you, being real, just transparent with the audience, and you can send them whatever messages and say, you know, where the emails and stuff. We, I got to go because I got to do another show uh, here in 10 minutes. But I was debating with the Plowhawk and Jackson, knowing all the stuff that we have to get to, like what to do. And I was like, maybe I'll, because I know Chase is busy, maybe he'd appreciate it if I said, hey, let's not worry about it. And I knew he couldn't do Balloon Party anyway uh, because it's the timing. But I am so glad <laughs> that we had him on. <laughs> you know, I mean, holy crap, that is... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Doesn't that, did, did what he say there, Doug, kind of sum up and explain it from the player and also the kind of the St. Louis legend perspective as why Shannon was so beloved by the, the people? Oh, I think so. I think so. Kelly Chase also gives us a chance to check out the drop button. Yeah, four different times. Plowhawk was very active. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got them. I got them all. Yeah. <laughs> was a lot. But. It just a... strikes me that I don't, as we talk about it this these last few hours, I don't know that anybody had more self-confidence than Mike Shannon. Oh. And as you heard in your interview with him last hour, Tim, he said he was a, an 11-year-old playing baseball with the 15-year-olds. Yeah. So he was a fifth grader playing with the high school Can kids. Can you imagine that? I bet the confidence came from there. He's been king of the hill in his world from a very young age, and he never lost that confidence. And it certainly served him well throughout his whole life. I think these, I mean, for real, I feel like I've learned more about Mike Shannon, even though I, I've interviewed you talking about that, Doug, and Chaser talking about that. Because I always knew, and we would joke about it, like, for real, a dead serious. I don't know who. He had more juice at that organization than Bill DeWitt. I know that sounds crazy, but even if Bill DeWitt were to find him again, and this, this is what's happening, but even if he would, Mike Shannon was more powerful. That's what I mean by it. And, and Chase laying that out, because he came from St. Louis, he came from a humble background, he did it all of his life in St. Louis, so the people who were old enough to remember that he was this god of high school athletics and then did it at Missouri, and then Frank Broyles, who I realize in St. Louis and in the state of Missouri probably means nothing unless you really follow college basketball, but a god of a college football coach. There's an award named after him uh, for the best assistant coach in college football every year. And then he goes and hits home runs against the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Tigers in the World Series, and then he's Jack Buck's guy for 30 years and then becomes really the face of the franchise uh, when Jack Buck passes away for the next two decades. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, what a life. And as, as Chase said, and as, as Tim Shannon said, I believe it was Tim who said in the, in the statement, and Doug, you said it, he squeezed every drop of, of life uh, out. And, and that's the thing. Joe Buck would talk about, yeah, I'd go on the road and it'd just be like, yeah, you want to play L.A. Country Club today? And it's like, 
it's five in the morning. You know, we got to get up and call. But, but no, he's not going to go to bed, and we're going to go. We've been out, and now we're going to go play whatever. We're going to play Riviera. We're going to play Pebble. It just doesn't matter. And somehow he would know everybody, and they would love him. And Chase telling the story of what sounds like a husky lady in Saskatchewan, if I'm reading between the lines, who hated everybody, and Shannon won her over, is so textbook. What a I feel like I just want to play that interview on on Balloon Party, you just have to get the edit button out. Uh, all right, here's the deal. Uh, just being real honest, this is a different kind of show today because of the passing of Mike Shannon. Uh, so it's a different set of circumstances. So candidly, I don't know if we're going to have time for whatever. I still have some business to tend to as well, and then i got to get my ass handed to me for an hour down the hallway. So i got a whole lot of stuff going on. James, you are. Uh, you said, I just want to come in and listen to Chase. Yeah, that's an honor. Yeah. That's an honor. He's my all-time favorite. I've yeah. told you that before. So yeah. Yeah, you got business to tend to. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Uh, that's the great James Carlton, longtime sponsor of both the Tim McKernan Show podcast and TMA, 314-961-4800. I am a client of James Carlton. And uh, the 310 five-star reviews uh, that are on Google for James and his staff are no BS. The staff there, absolutely incredible. And that's why I'm a very happy client of James Carlton and the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Getting some texts here. Chaser is instant offense. That was great. That's from Painter Guy. Great stuff. Thanks. When it's time for segments like this, you guys always knock it out of the park. That's from Stubby Applause. Uh, Kelly Chase is the GOAT. That is from the 636 Awesome, you have Chaser on. He couldn't tell these stories on the other stations. Yeah, you know, we were just sitting here listening to him curse, and nobody was, like, thinking anything of it either. I, lo- I love that we're at that point. Yeah. You know, Cloudhawk just casually leans over and hits the dumb button, and I don't go, hey, don't say yes or a-hole. or Because that's the thing with Shannon. He had a name that you really can't use in 2023 for the people he didn't like. I'm not going to say it. You might be able to figure it out. Kind of an old-school name that people would use. You'd immediately be fired if you used it now. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he MF'd, and it was just great. I don't know. I, I, I per- Personally, it's just, that's who he was. Chaser is the next generation of Bobby Plager and Mike Shannon. It's from Chunk and the Chuck. And I wanted to say that to him, but I know he would deflect it, so I didn't want to make it awkward. But that is the truth. He, he, he absolutely is, but he would be uncomfortable with it. But I that, that this Chunk and the Chuck observation is 100% the case. If you are injured in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You might not be able to work or provide for your family, and you're probably getting the runaround from the insurance company you've been talking to. Don't fight this fight along. C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. They will deal with the deal that you are dealing with for you. They are going to step up. Injury cases can be complex. Each case and accident is different, and every fact is important when building a case. People often wonder how injured victims can get things taken care of. Well, they have great attorneys, and that's where CD and Doug will help you. They are trial lawyers, meaning that they won't settle if there is an obstacle or complication in your case. Long go bigs, injury law, accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. They're online at longobigs.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. VIP, auto accessories, and the great Tommy Sabolka and his staff will take wonderful care of you. Vehicle wraps, wide format printing, such as banners, storefront signage, walls, floors, etc. Anything with graphics, Tommy and VIP can do. Design, production, installation, VIP gets your fleet vehicles from dealership to street ready, fast and personalized, for your company's needs, they know that every day your vehicle isn't street ready is lost revenue. Fleet vehicles, signage, graphics, and design. VIP does it all in-house for your business. They're all local since 1979. Tommy wants you to call him directly or email him directly. The number is 314-428-3900. You can email him at tommy.cib 
U-L-K-A at V-I-P Auto Accessories dot com. That's Tommy Sabolka and V-I-P Auto Accessories. If you are looking for a delicious treat, Andrea's Steakhouse, the place to go, and they're having their Kentucky Derby party this Saturday. Head on out, and if you haven't had the barbecue sauce yet, I would highly recommend it. Plus that Andrea's Steak Sauce as well. You can get it at andreas.com or go to Schnooks or Deerberg's. It's Andrea's Steak Sauce, Andrea's Barbecue Sauce, and Andrea's Steakhouse. Kentucky Derby this Saturday at Andrea's. And finally, mentality. If you are feeling sluggish, if you are putting on weight, if you are going, how come I don't put on muscle like I used to, make sure you go to Low T USA. Dot com. That is Mantality and LowTUSA.com. If you've been tested for testosterone before, if they didn't check your free testosterone levels, you really haven't been fully tested. That's what they do at Mantality. It's LowTUSA.com. If you're dealing with low energy and motivation, weight gain or muscle loss, fatigue, and tired all the time, go to Mantality, a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Go to LowTUSA.com. USA.com. All right, we will have a very special edition of the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Uh, JV Golf Coach tomorrow and uh, Dragon Slayer tomorrow, and we'll double the ticket prizes. Anything else? Uh, we just had a unique set of circumstances today with Mike Shannon's passing, and uh, that's just the way that it uh, kind of worked. And uh, God, God bless you for battling through, obviously not feeling uh, 100% and doing the program on the, uh, on, the, on the Google Chromebook, a.k.a. laptop. I'm just glad that this uh, laptop works so well because uh, when the show's over here, I'm going to look for some property in Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo and see if I can find myself a little condo there on the Mediterranean coast and do the show from there from here on out. Marshall, the engineer, uh, who if you were watching on YouTube, you might have been able to see him while the Shannon interview was playing. He said, yeah, we can have, uh, we can have two different Chromebooks so uh, two, two of you guys can broadcast remotely. So, Doug, I guess we kind of know who won the uh, straw drawing. So you'll be in Monte Carlo and I'll be in Jupiter and... And we'll act like we're in St. Louis, like other radio hosts have done for years, and not tell anybody. And I guess that's how we'll do it. Right. That just sounds fantastic to me. Ignore the Mediterranean Sea behind me. Yeah, pay no attention to these oceans. It's, it's the river. I'm going to need a considerable raise if I'm going to find a place in Monte Carlo. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. We, I apologize. It's on me for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. But if you heard the Kelly Chase interview and the Mike Shannon interview, yeah. I think you uh, understand the reasoning for it. So uh, we, we call an audible today because of the sets of circumstances. Hopefully Iggy is back tomorrow. Doug will be back on the, the laptop and feeling uh, better and hopefully in studio on Wednesday. KG and O-Town, thank you for coming in on uh, short notice. James Carlton, thank you as always, sir. My pleasure. Uh, for the Plowhawk, for KG and O Town, for Action Jackson, for Doug from his home office, uh, for my brother Kevin, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.